Okay. Well, he's going to get the cheese sweats after that. He just took half the fucking yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's going to get I, the I cheese I realize sweat. that. Do you want half of this piece? I, I mean, I was. I did in my jacket off. I thought he was going to do like yeah. a small no, slice. No, because you're just going to keep going for more anyway. You should I, pace yourself. I thought he was going to take a small slice and then just take the block with him. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. I have done that at buffets. Of course. You're also the one that has taken a whole vat of bacon to your table. I didn't see anybody at the table complaining. He said he's bad at math when he's in a rush. That's why he rushes to go up to make multiple trips to the buffet so he loses count of the number of trips he's made. No, you're... Do you remember how Holiday Inn and Grandfell used to have the prime rib buffet every like Friday night? I'm gonna be honest. The first six words that came out of your mouth was like all <laughs> <one syllable. laughs> Hi, I'm Bob McLeod. You're listening to Comic Book Rehab. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Hi. I'm joined Paul. by Dave, the Mad Hatter, Jimmy Kimmel, Almost Live, and New Year's Josh. Because this go- is our first podcast of the new year. I was going to go with Psychic Vampire Josh. Psychic Vampire, vampire Josh. See, again, or the most evil Josh. See, no, again, no, 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 no. I wasn't evil. I was not the evil one in this story. You just <laughs> missed the story, Paul. Psychic Vampire? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold you on. You missed a lot. Missed Wait, a lot. Psychic Psychic vampire? No, we're not going Listen, back. You we can. Listen, you can. Hold you on, hold on. For not hearing the story. Our our audience needs to know. Psychic, need know. psychic vampire. They You're know. a psychic vampire. You, no. no. You put you put money over a good story. It was a lot of money. Let, let's, it was let, a lot yeah. of money. Well, Come let's on. just put All it this fairness. way. It was a really good story, and it was right on par with the psychic massage. And it, and it involves Joe. That's all we're going to tell oh, you. Man, that's going to make it even more tantalizing for him. Yeah, I don't know if I can continue with this podcast but anyways we're here to review books that (laughs) for the first review of the year yeah first review of 2021 the year of our lord and you know fuck 2020 um so we're going to review uh some comic books we're going to talk about some comic books came out on january 6th 2021 6th 6th the sixth. Sixth. Or the Sith. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Uh, start with Amazing Spider-Man. Number 56. Sure. This is really good. It was good. It's really good. I enjoyed the hell out of this. You I, know what? I, I and like... the whole time, I thought Norman was up to his old tricks. And he kind of is. He sort of is, but he isn't. Yeah. But he isn't. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, wait. Are we going to get a new Norman Osborn character? I think I'm on board with this. Yeah, um, I really do. We we find out that you know there was a lot more Kingpin's com- Kingpin's still shithead. Oh yeah, yeah. But we find out that there was a lot more going on in the final battle with Kin- Kindred than. And you know what? I I really like that about this issue a lot. Because yep. we learn, and we learn, you know, we have a well, good story-telling uh, technique this with this. This issue was very aptly named Last Remains Postmortem, because that's kind of what it was. It was a look back at 
kind of the last remains and well what happened on the last issue in 55 which was yeah which what i loved about this is i don't know if you remember back it was probably issue like 12 13 it was in the early teens when spot randomly appeared and we're like what a fucking random obscure character yeah it paid off yeah i mean it took 40 some issues to pay off but it paid off and that's how they trapped kindred you know i'm i'm really digging this um it's clear that you know there's gonna be some stuff going on with the whole one more day brand new day stuff coming to light which i'm hoping breaks that spell and we kind of get a fallout from that and again severely okay with that because it unslots all that fucking slotness so uh excellent book yes it was hi i'm dave hi Hi, Dave. Dave. princess venom 32 where we pick up right after king and black 2 when is eddie Eddie dead? dead yep Yes. Well, is he? Yes. Yeah. But then we go, yeah, but is he? And then, well, he kind of is for now. So we find out Eddie, um, and he meets Rex in this kind of hellscape that he's put in. Oh, my God. That cover's awesome. <laughs> and he uh, he is then, uh, Rex is like yeah. walking through. So like, Rex was in what? It was early, like was four or five? Well, that was the whole original um, Web of Venom stuff was where Rex was introduced. Okay. But he's like, listen, we both have been, you know, attached, attached to, a to a symbiote for a long so time. That's, that's yeah. how we can kind of separate ourselves from and move stuff around yep. in this. And but he's like, you're you're in the hive. You're part of the codex. You're not an actual person. You're anymore. just a you're memory of a DNA strand. And they kind of fight their way through this and. Finally, they're kind of saved by a shadowy figure, and out from the shadow steps, Agent Anti-Venom flashes back. But, this is cool. But Eddie has... Um, he has a theory that he... He has a theory that he, because he has controlled the symbiote more than any human alive... He'll be able to go back. He'll be able to go back, which I can argue, well, fuck, Flash had, had a symbiote for yeah. just about as long, so... And so do we get Flash back? If we do, hey, you hear, you hear that flashback? Get it, get it, get it. Yeah, uh, that could pull. This was excellent F- for the flash reveal. This was almost my pick of the week for that alone. Really, I love I love Flash's character. I love the well. It's only stuff. the first of three Donny Cates books this week, so newsflash: one of them will be his pick of the week. <laughs> right, <laughs> Miss. Sir Jimmy, go. Sticking with our King and Black stuff, um, Symbiote Spider-Man, King and Black, number three. I kind of reviewed this on the last one, accidentally. A little bit with Kang, yeah. yeah. But this is where, uh, but- they, at number two, Peter gets on the Quinjet, the new Quinjet. Yep. And this is the one where Rocket and Kang are introduced to them. They fight, and it's where the... They they get uh, Ms. Marvel, which Ms. was Marvel. Um, Rambo. Uh, Rambo. Yep. Yeah. It's the little girl from the Miss Marvel movie. Yeah. So, um, again, we're setting up for that. Uh, but again, I kind of already gave this review away. So, 
This was good. I, I really yeah, yeah. like Oh, it. excellent. Yeah. yeah, it's it's finally, like, the first one, and even part of the second, like, the second one is finally, like, okay, I can kind of see how this is going to tie into the future. But again, how the symbiote has never warned anyone after knowing about Null and all this for all those these years still kind of bugs me. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Uh, this is Return of the Valkyries. Another... Um, uh, number one, uh, another King of Black tie-in. This yep. is about... And this uh, is Jason Aaron writing this, correct? This is Jason uh, Aaron, yes. Um, with Nina Vecueva on art. Um, this this, was this good. is good. This was really good. Um, I enjoyed... I enjoyed. Did you read this? This is no. you this, should have. This, this was, was close really to be my, good. My pick of the week. I think I talked about this in the after the first or during the first King of Black review, where I yeah. saw rumors that this book was coming out. Where essentially the Valkyries, which is just Jane Foster, but they are going to be ushering um, people to death, the Century and Bob Re- Bob Reynolds to Valhalla, and on their way there, they encounter this anomaly, um, and it appears to have hostage all the other Valkyries and it pulls in Bob Reynolds or the Sentry rather and uh, Jane Foster is able to rescue one of the previous Valkyries uh, which I can't remember her name I don't even think it's said in this book but uh, they don't well, she's know the each one other from either the movies. it's got to be the one from the movies yes yeah. um, but because uh, evidently in the book well in if, this if story she's dead yeah well yeah. they're all dead but yeah. essentially if 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 lost souls die, or I mean, when they, when people die and their their souls don't make it to Valhalla, they kind of exist in this sort of purgatory place. And if they coalesce, they can become kind of this black hole of souls that suck other souls in. That's what happens to Bob Reynolds, and it actually happens to Valkyrie. But uh, the other Valkyrie ends up pulling her out using her own weapon. It, it was really good. Um, and I'm at looking- the end, don't we have a big reveal at the end? Of this one? Isn't this the one? No. Was there a big reveal? No. Oh. Am I jumping? In the, in the big reveal, uh, the, the, I mean, the the Valkyrie they rescue jumps on Mr. Horse and rescues Jane Foster. That was about it. Okay. What do you know, Paul? What do you know? I <laughs> Clearly... I, well, I'm on the wrong book. Well, from a Donnie Cates event to another Donnie Cates book with one of the, my favorite covers this year, this year already. The Daniel Warren Johnson. One. Oh, my God. Yes. Thor number 11. All the alien Marvel versus aliens covers. Almost all of them have been fantastic. And uh, Thor is without an exception with the Daniel Warren Johnson with Thor just smashing an alien head with with Molnar. It's fucking great. That is awesome. It's fucking great. This was excellent. Uh this is part 3 of 6 of Prey. Um and we I love this. We start um we start at a dinner between two friends. Yes, Jane Foster and Donald Blake. Donald Blake. And Donald's kind of like, listen, you know, I was away for a while. He's I don't very have stable. Any memories. <laughs> He's um, very stable. But then Jane lets him know that, oh, you know, I was Thor for a little while. And he's like, wait, what? And he, Who, imag- you? And he, literally, he literally imagines himself be. killing her. And he's like, 
I need to go. So he is, in fact, hunting down all the Thors, uh, but his end game is he's trying to find out where Odin is, is his end game. Um, then we find out that when Jane gets back to the morgue, that she's met by uh, her surgeon friend or morgue friend the, the and says, hey, we have morgue. another body in. And it's uh, More to your expertise, uh, Roger Norville. Yeah, who was uh, Red, Red Thor. Thor. Um, so, again, just and at that point, she puts it all together. Uh, meanwhile, Thor is trying to figure out a way out of where he's at, as the Asgardians are trying the same, and they're like, he's well, confronted by Retatusker, who's a god of misery. Uh. Chaos, I think. Or yeah, chaos. chaos God. But meanwhile, the Asgardians are trying to figure out how to get him out, and they're like, oh, it's easy. We just use Lockjaw, and Thor. Lockjaw's gone. <laughs> Thor is my favorite. He's like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's gone. I, I, I just, forgot to tell I you. I forgot to tell you, because they're treating them like gods because Thor helped them in their civil Freedom. war yeah. many, many centuries ago. But uh, Beta Ray Bill is the one that actually figures it out. He's warbound. Lockjaw can get us out. Well, apparently, Lockjaw went to help somebody else out that is warbound also. Yeah, so who is this fucking blonde guy at the end of the book? Is that Donald Blake? That's Donald Blake. Wielding an axe and he's grown a beard? Or is it just mud falling from his face? Because he gets confronted by uh, Throg Throg. and, and Lockjaw at the end. I think I think it is Blake hunting Thrush. That's what I thought too. Because Blake's hunting down all the other Thors. But why does he and have I thought an he axe? Was going after the and Frog Thor, yeah. I don't know if the art was just weird for me, or oh, I guess he doesn't have a beard. Yeah. If I zoom in, I thought it was somebody else. So okay. But yeah, so again, this was excellent. Um, this this again could be in the runner up for pick of the could week. Absolutely, be in the running for pick of the week. Uh, did anyone read Juggernaut number five? Yes. All right. So in this one, was it this the one that where it reveals that? Because uh, I actually had to read two issues on this. It doesn't look like it. The last issue is the one where it reveals that he is no longer in control of uh, Ciderac. Like he can, he has the bands of Ciderac, but he doesn't have the gem of Ciderac anymore. Right. Well, the gem of Ciderac has been shattered, right? Yeah, and yeah. well, he's he, he, he sniffs he, it. He snorted it. Yeah. yeah. This one, yeah. So this, this one here, he's, he's, just, convince, he's just trying to get her to go to Krakoa to, to, to convince her that she's a mutant and to go to yeah. Krakoa, and she doesn't want to accept that because so if he she is a mutant. Sets her that up. means that she killed her parents. Right. Um, that's why she doesn't want to admit she's a mutant. But he sets her up. He gives her. Issue. Yeah, he gives her a pretty much. She uh, uh, a proposal she can't refuse, and you know he sets the whole thing up but ahead then he of time. Kind of forms at the end. He forms a team between the villains he's been fighting, and um, he he's trying to get them all to do a thing, which is why I'm thinking this is gonna go on, or at least yeah. we're gonna get another juggernaut series. Says, right, hey, a new beginning, except not with a Nazi scientist. So aside from the Nazi scientist, they're gonna have the the, the this. This was stand. good. Uh, this was fun. I this, enjoyed this, this series. This series was this a lot was of good. fun. I yeah. really enjoyed this, yeah. yeah. I really don't care about the Juggernaut. Star Wars. The High Republic. Who else read it? I did. This is the biggest book of the we week. We still have more like Marvel Universe stuff. This, this is, is Marvel. Marvel. 
Star Wars? Yes. Marvel. It's, See, it's look, published by Marvel, Marvel, but it's not in the Marvel, Marvel universe. Marvel. Marvel. Star Wars. Hi, the Where High have Republic. You been? We've been doing like Star Wars bounty yes, but, hunters and Darth but Vader. After we do the Marvel no, stuff, no, whatever. No, 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 we do it whenever. Whatever. It's part of Marvel. Listen, listen. You're the one that bitched Look, the other I week. have a Mickey Mouse watch because, you know, yeah. The Look, mouse owns all everything I, I, have I love. I comic book rehab watch because I actually support our You're products. a fucking sellout, Jimmy. <laughs> anyway, Star Wars, The High Republic. This is the hot book of the week? It this is. is the hot book of the week? Don't get it. I do. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I think a lot of people, like me, thought it was going to be a lot more Old Republic stuff. Yeah. It isn't. Not. It's nope. It's the Republic, probably 10, 15 years before the rise of the Empire. Yes, because we have a young Padawan, but we also have Yoda. That's not on the council yet. No, he is. Yeah, but but we have a more vibrant. Yes. Yoda. Yeah. And uh, again. I'm okay with having a vibrant Yoda and doing, you know, crazy Yoda shit. Like, you know, the the only time we had, like, in Attack of the Clones when he does all that fucking wild shit was like, what, what oh, I, fuck, that's cool. What, what I love about this is it's going to get into the Jedi's and not be tied down by Skywalker bullshit. And again, I'm okay with this. I just didn't see this with the first issue. I love this. This... This is my runner-up for pick of the week. You gotta be fucking. I fucking. Me. I don't. I, I don't see it. I don't I see. I fucking it. absolutely love. I don't this. see it. No, I can see where Jimmy would like it. It. It's like he says. It, there's no Skywalkers. It's Jedi. And there's enough of kind of an old Republic feel to this with the Jedi's, the Jedi trials and stuff like. Like I loved all of that. Um, I've always liked the extended universe a little bit more than the Skywalker stuff. I I wish they'd bring a lot more. I mean, he's of that not in. wrong. Uh, if you read the Bounty Hunters novel, mm. that, that was great. I mean, I would love to see them do something with, like, Darth Raven, or Raven. I'd love to see them do stuff with Darth Bane and all the, like, all the old Sith that were way more badass than fucking Palpatine and fucking extra crispy Anakin. Yeah, this, this is my runner-up. This I really enjoyed this. Okay, I did not get this. Uh, Star one. Wars number 10. Um, so number 9, which we didn't review... Um, they're trying to get to all these outposts for to warn all the outposts that the, that they've broken the uh, they've broken the code, and they're oh coming. Yeah, 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 they want to get a they want to get a new code which they have to steal this droid from a museum, and it's now killing um, uh, Lando's. Oh, what's the name of Lando's half robot, half human guy? Oh, uh, Lobot. Lobot. Um, and we find out in this one is dying. This one, they go to warn one of the outposts, and it's uh, Poe Dameron's mom uh, in the future. Okay. Um, and she's one of the fighter pilots while his dad is back at, back at their main uh, ship. They get found out what basically what they do to kind of get away from the empire and kind of get under their nose is they literally launch their droids from their X-Wings and set them to self-destruct mode. So now they don't have any navigation, but the empire thinks they've all blown up and that's where this one ended. Um, it's, it was all right. I mean, it's cool seeing all the stuff that happened in between the movies. And again, this one can probably go a bit, a little bit longer because there was a longer time jump between, 
two and three or five and six than there was four and five. So yeah. again, I think you can kind of, you know, you don't need to rush this one as much as the other one where, you know, you only had like a year difference in between that one. But yeah, it was good. The Eternals, number one. Think yes. I don't know yeah. anything about the Eternals. Well, um, they're, I, I will tell you, Josh. Uh, well, I'm they sorry, live Eternal. forever. I do know about them. <laughs> they're Eternal. Because of the... What I know about the it's, Eternals is from the history of the Marvel Universe. Okay. That's, that's, yeah, that's it. about it. That's it. Well, and a little bit of Black Knight stuff. Um, so, did you get a X-Men feeling? On, I did. The, didn't I got you? A, I, I got too. a Jonathan Hickman X-Men feel from this. Not not a regular X-Men feel. I got a Krakoa Yeah, it's like, oh, they die, but they're going to come back yes. because they're eternal. Yes. Yeah. And so they come back. And this is Carrie Gillen uh, writing this. And too. it's uh, Icarus and Sprite. They head to Earth because yep. they sense a deviation. Iron Man shows up and he's like, oh, it's the Eternals. Well, you're going to do eternal things. See you later. And he just fucks off. So they go into the sewers <laughs> and they fight this tentacle monster. That's what monster. he does. He fucks off. And they're like, oh, tentacle monster. This was created by the deviants. And they whip its ass. And after that, they head back to Eternal Land, wherever the fuck that is. And Papa Eternal, I can't remember his fucking name, is dead. And they're like, well, yep. what, what killed him? Well, somebody put five fingers to his head really hard and it broke his head. He dead now. And yeah, exactly. No, really hard. And they're like, okay, really well, hard. Who could it, who could it possibly be? I'm and trying. Then Icarus, Icarus is like, well, let me go back to where I spawned from or whatever. That's why we need live And this. when they're there, he's like, oh shit, you know, who has five fingers and is also really a bad guy. Thanos and yeah. Thanos is there. And Thanos that's pretty back. much the issue. Yeah. So I guess Thanos, Thanos killed is coming back. Well, I mean, he's been hinted to coming back, but he's there. Or does it not where Thanos springs from the Eternals? But well, is this, this is in the plane of Thanatos, so or Titanos. So when, Titanos, when, I'm sorry. That, does it say where when this takes place at all? Like, is this supposed to be current day? On the Indies. <laughs> On the Indies. Wow, you want to skip? You want to skip DC? I don't know which. I don't know if that was slot well, Iron Man or if that was. I got Iron. Iron I didn't Man. read out this one. I, I'm like I, I, two issues. I, yeah, I need this, to catch so. up on four. This so. was good. This was good. It's Iron Man 5, it was fucking good. Christopher Cantwell's been doing a great job. It, he really has. Uh, this was really good. So still recommending Iron Man. We'll catch is up he on still doing? Is he still doing his midlife crisis class stuff? Yeah, a little bit, but we also had more stuff with um, uh, Hellcat. Uh, he actually brought more on. Oh, well, no, not that kind of stuff. Not, uh, not what the foul, fuck? Old not, Tony would have laid that thing down by he, now. He, he did. He did in issue two or three. Like, they, they got bow chicka wow wow on that. Um, but, uh, no, he's, bring, he's, he's like, I need to assemble a team. So he assembles. This is his team. Scarlet Spider, Misty Knight, um, Gargoyle, and fucking Frogman. I loved it. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I didn't realize Scarlet Spider was still a thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Peter and Peter David was actually writing it too. Yeah, it was it was fucking good. This is a good series. I just um, I'm a couple issues behind on it. So, um, wait, where I forget where this. Well. The last one I had is when they both got struck down in like the field of so um, lightning rod. The yeah. um, 
the um the bad the big bad fuck so is yeah, that was in three. So, so Hellcat, Hellcat did survive that then. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but of course she's traumatized and 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 everything. But um, pretty much the the big bad blows up his team because uh, Tony sends him to uh, a helicarrier that is a decoy, and you know the other guy blows him up, and that's where it ends. So it's uh it's 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 fucking cool. It's been written well. The art's fantastic still in it. Um, very good. On to DC. On to DC. The one, the one that we have to start with because it kind of pre- sure. does everything. Else. Yep. Death Metal be- 7. Beautiful cover. Fucking absolutely, absolutely gorgeous cover. Beautiful art. Beautiful art. I... Um, I was always taught if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. So that about ends my review for this. <laughs> I didn't this... really care for this that well, much. No, but because I... we've seen I'll... it all before. You, you didn't care about Wonder Woman becoming an 80-foot golden version of herself? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, this, uh, yeah, no, this, all of this has been done before where it was, uh, a, a multiversal level threat where everyone becomes aware of the metaverse that happened in the end of doomsday clock, uh, where they form a, a team of overwatchers for the omniverse that happened in Grant Morrison's, uh, multiversity with the justice incarnate. And in and, all honesty, out of all of this, this is the only thing here that I'm sort of looking forward to. Like, they're going to do another Sergeant Rock? Okay, give me that. Just, yeah, please. Uh, who, who, who do you want to do it? Billy Tucci. Sure. Anyone but Scott Snyder. Um, the fact no, that Billy the Tucci, stakes, 100%. The stakes were raised he's a vet. He's, so he's, high. He loves that. He's a big history guy. That he I loves didn't that care show. anymore. Was the problem with the story? Do you know who I fear they're gonna put on it? Bendis. Bendis. No. Dan Slott. Tom no. King. It's a fucking war book. Who who does Tom, Marvel and Tom DC? King? Who does Marvel and DC put on every fucking war? Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis. Yeah, but that that could be okay. That. I would. It can be. That. He's he's good uh, at I, his I, war I stuff. See, that. now we we discussed this. I like Garth Ennis when he has, he doesn't have total creative control. Like when he's in Marvel or DC and he has an editor kind of, okay, pull it back a little bit. I find his indie stuff gets a little out there. Like you can't give him full reign because when you give him full reign, it goes askew a little bit. Well, but, yeah, look at look at Preacher. Well, well, <laughs> it's just fucking well, all out of what, what was the What was the one? A Walk Through Hell. A Walk Through Hell. Like fucking those first three or four issues were phenomenal. Oh, 100%. And then it went, went off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Wonder Woman beats the the Darkest Night, sacrifices herself to the timeline. Everything's going back together, except ev- all history is going to now matter. Yes. So they basically uh, Superman, everything Superman gives a big ever speech. Happened is now Barry Allen's like, "Hey, Wally West, let's go jerk off over here." He's like, "Are you serious?" Like, "No, no, no. Let me let me bring you over here, and we're going to talk to I'm the, just gonna this rub council." The so, well, so, who's in the council? Just a bunch of honestly random people, and. Uh, they kind of give a, a small talk, and they're like, "Hey, there's a there's another center of the universe or the of the multiverse now. It's now the Else World." Okay, well, what does that mean? Well, you're not allowed to ask that. And then we turn the page to fucking uh, Sergeant Rock with Hawkman, and and then there's the Justice Society of America. Here, you know what I thought was a better ending than this? The one shot with Superboy Prime. Yes, yes. That the was Super good. Super Prime All ending of this story good. was great. Boys. But everything that Scott Snyder touched Boy was... Prime? Super Boy Prime. Yes. Yes. Broy. 
Roy. Super Roy Pine. Super Roy Pine. Super, Super Roy Pine. Pine. Yes. So All right. nice. That was nice. the best spinoff. I love it. No, honestly. Awesome. So so now here's here. <laughs> What here, a what a shit show this Dark Knight. Here, here's what here's no, my I didn't like it. I hated this. We I hated did. this. We so, all hated it. Which is a shame because the first metal series was so good. Yes, Dark Knight's metal was. I liked that. So, as goofy as it was, the stakes now, didn't feel so, like. So, so then after this, the next thing that you need to read is. I don't know. Generation. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not done. I'm not done bitching about this. Okay. Yet. All right. So now all everything that's happened in comic book history in DC is now yes, that everyone remembers canon. it. It is basically made the same same as as Marvel Universe, where everything has oh, mattered. Okay. Superman, Batman, both Barry and Wally Flashes have all revealed their identities in comics. So does so now, does the whole universe know who all these people are now? We're gonna find out. Oh, and Alfred comes back as a weird, yeah. as, as a weird zombie, zombie as a as a, zombie. as a black lantern zombie. Yeah. yeah, but again, they they're they're hinting that he that Tinian's bringing him back this year, so which will be a shame. Right. I'm just glad it's over. I hated this whole fucking thing. Oh, it's not over because we have future states starting with no, generation, generation shattered. shattered. So, oh my god, what a big waste of fucking so do, time. Do you remember those eight pages that they gave you in Bat in Detective Ten Twenty Seven about this? Now each one of those pages is expanded to ten pages and they give you the backstory on that page, and that's the entire book. It's fucking terrible. It's, literally, it's a waste oh my god. Someone, I felt it was such a waste in time. Hour and I was like, all right, well, it's, it's terrible. It's literally the backstory of how each and one of these characters got pulled. Commandy? I mean, all right, but why Commandy? Honestly, the only one I was excited for on this team was like OG Batman, like super sure. 40s, like, have you read any of that? Have you read any of the original detective oh, stuff? Yeah. Like you go, wait, holy shit, that's Batman because it ain't fucking Batman. Well, he's not the Batman we know. The him. first one, he shoots somebody with a fucking gun. Not, no, that's he's not, like, that's oh, he died. I guess he deserved it. Yeah, Detective Twenty Seven. He literally shoots and kills someone. Like, used to carry, I think he carried a gun for like three or four issues until they're like, yeah, probably shouldn't have him killing people. Yeah. Oh, it, it's amazing. Do you read that old shit? It's fucking, it's, in, it's insane. And now on to Future State. I'm going to start off with The Flash. Go ahead. I didn't read it. I wanted so to. So the. Uh, this so is, this is a bad Wally West? Wally is stuck in. In the Speed Force for so long, he goes insane. But he's so also when he was stuck it's in. Not, the... It's not that. Okay, hold on. So uh, are we going back to when he was stuck in the Speed Force nope. before nope. Uh, nope. rebirth? No, nope. nope. This happens again. Nope. No, so, he get again. Hang on. All right, I'm hanging he on. He is one of the. Four, I'm hanging on. He is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Who? Uh, uh, he is famine. Fam. Who? Wally West. Wally West has been taken over by famine. Yep. Of the four horses of the apocalypse, and that is why he is going around killing other Speed Force users and other heroes. This is my pick of the week. <laughs> what? One second. I have never laughed so no, hard. No, 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 no. You got to do it on the reading oh. a comic. That is that. Is, yes, the five the five fingered skull puncture. He's trying to starro <laughs> fucking Josh's skull. This is my runner-up for, uh, or this is in the running for the best comedy series of 2021. 
But unfortunately, God, it's not trying. So, do you, are you, if you guys didn't read this, oh, I envy you on ways you have no imagined. <laughs> you can't even imagine. Because we're, so not, in, we're in not subjected the, to in, the in, fucking torture that's in, in this. In this issue alone, they kill off. They kill off Bart, Wallace West. They kill off Wallace. Bart. They kill off uh, Jay Bart? Garrick. Jay Garrick. Yep. Um, Jay Garrick. Don't tell me they killed Jesse, Jesse Quick. I love Jesse Quick. Jesse Quick signed in this. Okay. So, so Wallace West is killed off panel. I mean, he's kind of killed as in a flashback, but uh, Bart is killed by being shot by the Rainbow Raiders gun. What's wrong with Bart? Why would you kill what's Bart? What's wrong with him? He's dead. That's what's wrong with him. Barry, oh. all the speedsters have been stripped of their speed force powers. So they're trying to figure out- But they're out all to... really smart, so they steal they're trying... the calculator's fucking- They go and the face fucking... the calculator who has possessed- um, Who was it? Because uh, they go to fight- They go to fight um, the thinker. Who yeah. they think is the thinker, but it's not the thinker. It's calculator. It's the calculator who has taken the thinker's helmet. And readjusted it, yeah. Because he, he can add he can add words together. He's like, me plus this helmet equals your death, Flash family. That's all the math he does. Anyway, so during like that Dave fight, math. during that fight, Bart dies. They shoot him with the Rainbow Raider gun or whatever the fuck, and he dies. And the rest of the speedsters that don't have speed powers and he escape. And uh, Barry's like, all right, I need to do science time now. And he takes the helmet because they defeat the thinker slash calculator. And he merges the Thinker's helmet with Jay Garrick's helmet because they all put these on at some point. But Wally can tell um, that they are thought ghosts. And they're like, all right, Jay. And he starts sucking the life out of Of course. Jay, what else are they? Max Mercury, Barry, and Avery put on the helmets. And they're like, all right, Max, tell us how to meditate. And he's like, all right, so imagine yourself super fast. And like, all right, that's all I need to hear. Boom. They're psychic entities in the Speed Force, and they can reach out to Wally. Wally, meanwhile, is in China or Japan or Japan somewhere. Japan, killing people. And he's just fucking killing people. And they see him, and they're like, oh, fuck. Wally's psychic energy. What do you do? And he's like, I'm the rider of the apocalypse. I'm famine. And they're like, oh, fuck. Well, what do we do about this? You can't do anything. So they kick them out, and Wally kills uh, phantom psychic Jay Garrick. And they jump back into the regular universe. Well, because like, Jay, Jay's mind couldn't take it. And then when Iris randomly sh shows up, takes all their helmets off, everyone else can handle it. But then Jay's dead. Jay's heart gives out. And then Barry's out. like, oh, God, well, let me go into my trophy room of my enemies. And I'm going to make a suit of armor out of the fucking trophies of my enemies. And this was the fucking worst thing <laughs> I've read all year, which, I mean, uh, this is the first week of the I year. I mean, this is this is already, this like... Fucking like, front runner for like, uh, this, Slot Bendis Award. Like, you can you can definitely dog ear this one in for this. Is probably going to make some time. This is the, from what I understand. This would be a Slot Bendis event. From what I understand, this is the last book that um, uh, Didio, um had his hands on because he hates Wally West and he wanted to make him a fucking. He he had ha his hands in because um, he he's no longer at DC. And other than Metal Men, this was the last of, of the books that he kind of had influence over. And this is the last we'll see of Evil Wally West. But we're going to have Evil Wally West in this, apparently. So, any other future state stuff you guys have? The next Batman, number one. So, do you know how when this all came out, they came out and said, Hey, the, the black Batman, it's not going to be Luke, Luke Fox. 
it's gonna be do you remember tim fox from the 80s it's gonna be him and then do you know what they do for the whole first issue of the next batman they make you think it's luke fox which is fucking pointless because you announced who it is fuck (laughs) then then we get the outsider story which is kind of tolerable i like the outsider story um with Katana and um, I, I and was Duke disappointed in the Batman Black story a lot. Yes, yes the black li- the, 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 yeah. And then when Black Lightning shows up and he's like made of pure lightning, I was like, oh, oh, shit. That, that was badass. Okay. I actually want to find out what's going on. And then here. we get the Arkham Knights, which is the Arkham Knight that wasn't who everyone thought it was, and it was actually the fucking granddaughter of the guy that started Arkham, and oh, yeah. she puts I, together I a fucking Suicide Squad type team. So it's basically Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, with um, who's who's Killer the fucking, who's the atomic dude? Uh, Doctor Phosphorus. Yeah. Doctor Phosphorus, who's like, I want to kill myself every fucking waking minute of my life, and they're like, well, hang I on. I would too if I was in this book. Well, hang on a second. It's raining. Doesn't that feel good in your fucking burning skin? He's like, no, please, just fucking kill me. Like, we'll find a cure for you. No, <laughs> just end my life. And End this fucking review. They defeat. Yeah, I mean that that was the worst. So of them all. I read those two first, and I, I mean here here you can you can see you can see I my, had full you can see my list. Everything. I had Does everyone anyone else have any future state stuff. I had everyone on my list, and then you know what I did after those two? I decided, outside of the black label stuff that I have on my pull list for the next two months. I'm not buying or reviewing a single fucking DC Folks. book well, you because on, they can go fuck honestly, themselves. You missed out on a couple good ones. There were some good ones, but let's get to the Please bad tell ones. us. Let's but, go through but the are, your, What are the but, good ones? But are let's they, go through the bad ones. Let, let me ask you something. Are they good on their own or are they just good because they're less shitty than all the other future state stuff? No. Uh, the two that were good were good on their own. But did, on to another Did you read the two one. that were good before or after the others? Um, what did I read first? I think I read the Batman one first. Oh, then you, you, I mean, everything could have seemed good. You could have read Iron Man 2020 after the yeah, fucking yeah, Batman yeah, one. Went, good. Hey, Slot actually right. did a half decent fucking book. Harley Quinn number one, the future state. Uh, this was, I, I, this wasn't bad. This wasn't good either. Did you read this, Paul? No, I wanted to. Did anyone else read this? To, no. We so, just got done telling you after okay, we ran okay, back. Okay. They're done. You're, so, you're on your own. You're so on your own. This one wasn't bad, but I'm not going to probably keep reading this one. Harley Quinn gets captured by the so future state. So is she state. good Harley or is she bad Harley? It's Harley. Um, and when does this shit take place? That's the thing. You need to understand, because this is what I've uh, interpreted, the future state is not one collective universe. Because I, when I get to one of the better ones... It is not. It absolutely does not take place during these other ones. Well, that's why I don't know what. Out, like, I don't know what the purpose of Future State is. Like Barry and all them. It's like, well, none of them. Seem There's older. one of these I'm going to review that was one of the good ones where everyone's dead. They're all dead. Is that why it's good? That, well, I'm thinking the Wonder probably. Woman one probably. Um. Anyway, in the Harley Quinn one, she gets captured by the magistrate, which is kind of the uh, police state that is overtaking Gotham, and. Uh, Jonathan Crane is somehow no longer the Scarecrow, and he's part of this magistrate uh, organization. He says, listen, we want to hire you, but you need to prove your worth first. We are trying to find Professor Pig, and she kind of psychoanalyzes Professor Professor Pig, and they're able to capture him. I'm like, okay, well, here's 
uh, Firefly, can you tell us how we can capture him? And she's like, here's how you can capture him. They capture him. Um, so they kind of take her out of handcuffs after that. And uh, I think their next target is supposed to be uh, Black Mask. So she's kind of being brought in as a villain that can profile these villains and help the magistrate find out how to lure them in. That's it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. But that, that's about it. My only complaint about this, honestly, if I were to give this a... Because, again, this wasn't bad. The only bad thing is that Harley Quinn looks like she's 14 years old in this. Well, my is complaint weird. is you keep smacking that fucking wire around like it owes you money. And All right, well, I'll try, and, I'll, try, I'll, try, I'll try to avoid smacking the wire. Uh... Uh, Superman, Metro- uh, Superman of Metropolis, number one. Okay, I have two questions about this. Is it Jonathan? It is Jonathan. Okay. Does everyone know it's Jonathan? Did he do a big reveal? Uh, no. Do they do they know that Clark Kent used to be Superman? Some people do. This is fucking weird. All right, so bear with me. I've stopped listening to you fucking a review and a half ago. Brainiac shows up at some point in the past. Of course he and does. they subdue him and they pull some of his skin cells off and they develop a supercomputer that they name Brain Cells. Clark Kent, I don't know what happened to him. I don't think it's mentioned in here. But essentially, uh the magistrate or whatever the fuck it is for uh Metropolis wants to take down Superman and take down Brain Cells. And Brain Cells talks John into bottling Metropolis like Candor. Candor. And they take him back to uh the Fortress of Solitude. Car shows up, Supergirl, and is like And and then Wow, this book is fucking bad. What are you doing? Rogar Rogar Czar the third Rogar shows never up. shows up. She actually beats the shit out of him and is like, What are you doing? And she's like, Well, Brain Cells is gonna betray He's like, No, no, no. We defeated and uh Brainiac a long time ago. Brain Cells betrays them. Josh, we're out of beer. You can end the There's torture. There's plenty of beer. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. <laughs> no. All right. We well, need more beer. Um, we need more beer. Josh, though, go run and get us more or, beer. Or less DC books. What are the other? The backup story uh, features Shiloh Norman. You don't know who that is? He is the third Mr. Miracle. And this takes place inside. I'm out. Of- <laughs> this takes place inside of the bubble city of Metropolis. And he's trying to figure out how to escape. Miracle. That's like the other fucking. Uh, well, Shiloh Norman's been a thing for a long time. We're staging a walkout. So, uh, he's trying to figure out how to get out of this dome that surrounds Metropolis. Um, it, it goes about as best as a, a Mr. Miracle story would go. And then there's one more story that I kind of paged through that that deals with the Guardian uh, teaming up with Jimmy Olsen. I, I couldn't get it through this one. This one was real bad. Um, so I don't care about the Guardian. I don't care about Jimmy Olsen. Um, what else do we got here for Future State? We got Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. A Future State Swamp Thing number one. I'm done too. I can't. I just can't. I'll, I'll wait for everyone to return. No, just keep going. Just keep going. Plow through it. All right. So, in this one, this is kind of a apocalyptic future where um, humans 
humans have decided to I mean, humans have decided to do what they normally do, which is ruin the planet. And in Rebellion, Swamp Thing kind of becomes this uh, angel of death from the green. And he kills everybody, apparently. All the heroes, he becomes so powerful that the Earth rejects the superheroes and, and kills them. So this is many years in the future. I'm not sure how long specifically, but... Um, the, the remaining entities are just that, uh, the, the, these entities that have spawned from the green. So there's obviously Swamp Thing, but there's other people that are like, uh, you know, plant-like people. Uh, like, there's there's like a character named Heather, there's a character named Indigo, um, and they go off on a trip to uh, find... Well, they're not really sure what they're lo looking for, but Swamp Thing is looking for uh, humans. He wants to find if there's any humans left. And they end up heading up to the frozen north where he discovers that uh, one of their own has been killed by a spear. And Swamp Thing's like, all right, well, before we hunt down this creature that killed him, let me go alone. And they find this lone human hiding in a cave. And Swamp Thing has been developing... Uh, sort of a, a, a way a, a, man, a way to speak with him um, using lungs and you know vocal cords and stuff and says listen uh, are you the only human you know you killed the guy where are the rest of you um, and he explains to them that well we're way up north where it's so cold that the green didn't have any influence and um, up there, we are led by the man who never, the Undying Man, which I'm assuming is Vandal Savage, but it didn't really be, it, it wasn't too certain about that. And also the Everlasting, everlasting Dark, which is obviously Obsidian. Um, and Obsidian is basically being harnessed by some sort of technology that is able to block out the sun on the North Pole, and that prevents the green from having influence, o influence over there. So, um Again, in this story, everyone's basically dead from the DC universe. It's just a bunch of random humans that are left, and um, I, I thought this was pretty good because it didn't have to deal with all the other shit that's going on with, um, you know, the uh, other future state stuff. But the final future state book, I, I actually did one get the swamp thing. Uh, is future state Wonder Woman number one? Did anyone else read this? No, I I really wanted to. It was on next one Do you on guys my list. Like, uh, I mean, this kind of goes hand in hand with uh, Wonder Woman. Do you guys like the uh, Greek mythology that ties into Wonder Woman? Oh, absolutely. That's what this is. Um, this isn't uh, Diana Prince. It's it's Yara Floor, and she's from the Amazon rainforest. Which she has a mild cameo in Death Metal Seven. Yeah. There's one page where she's, she appears right. in it when, when it's kind of introduced in the future state a little bit. Um, she gets um, recruited to find... You know, honestly, I can't remember who she's looking for. Uh, but she ends up going to the underworld, um, I think, to look for Diana, actually. and Lin Linda Carter. She's clearly looking for Linda Carter. Clearly. When she gets there... If we learned anything from Wonder Woman 84, it's Linda Carter. to Hades uh, looks like a subway station, and... When she gets in line to get on to the, the, the to, to ride on Charon, uh, the ferry the ferryman of the of, of the of the river Styx, um, she realizes she doesn't have any money, 
and this little sprite that's with her that she uh, met up with in the Amazon rainforest is like, oh, well, you need to pay. She ends up fighting like a sumo wrestler or whatever. I know this sounds ridiculous, but it, it, the book does a better job. I'm kind of very briefly paraphrasing this. Um, she fights pretty much all the dead people online, and the and the sprite explains, look, the underworld is whatever you interpret it to be. So if this is what you think the underworld is, that's what it looks like. To them, it may not be the same thing, but... Um, This is my pick of the week. <laughs> because <laughs> because Be- because it's it's the corn that made it through the digestive system in the shit. It's surrounded by all shit. Guys, but honestly, at one point it I was corn. Legitimately believe you guys would actually like this. I don't know if you would love it, but I think you guys would like it and Joel Jones art because she's also the writer on this. Her art is amazing. And Yara Floor is the hottest Wonder Woman we fucking had in comic books, and we've only had one issue of her. So uh, this was really good. Uh, I-, I recommend it for people that. Did eat- you get a paycheck that we don't know about? I wish, dude. Well, like, what the fuck? I would have bought this book. I didn't fucking, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, he didn't buy it. It wasn't on his list. It wasn't well, on my list. Well, but it might. It might be on my it, list. It's future state stuff, so I'm thinking it'll be in a dollar bin by midweek. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah. no, no, all the future state stuff um, is in second print. Other DC stuff. Yeah, until this issue people, sold I'm out. Assuming, until people read it. Yep. I'm Wonder Woman you guys sold out. Didn't read the uh, uh, Digital First stuff. I did not read the Truth and Justice book that featured. Um, uh, what the hell is her name? Um, can't remember her name. I'll get back Josh, to Josh, hurry up. We're freezing. Sensational Wonder Woman number one. This was the Digital First. Let me let me ask you if you've heard this before. F- female superhero has her memory wiped and gets inserted into a sort of 1950s housewife uh, scenario until she really realizes halfway through she has superpowers by doing something heroic, and then that that jolts her memory. That is the entire issue. I don't think you guys have actually read uh, Black Widow, but that's exactly what's happening in Black Widow, right, Paul? Yes. And I think that's what's happening in uh, the um, Scarlet Witch show that's coming up on... Well, no, Scarlet Witch is in her own head and creates her own universe. Oh, either way. Wanda Vision? Yeah, yeah Wanda yeah, yeah, Vision. Yeah, which, yeah. which is all going to be heavily influenced by That's what this book was. That's what this book was. The first issue was her basically being brainwashed into being... I don't know what any of the consequences are. I don't On care. Independence. That's pretty much it. And we're going to start right away because we need a fucking change of scenery from all that future state garbage with... Crossover. It wasn't all garbage. Number three. My pick of the week. I absolutely love this. This was I, excellent. This is my pick of the week. My I, pick of the week. I just, seriously, I only read this right before. And This for, is my pick of the week. Yeah. Uh, hands down, no, it's not even close. Um, well, this is the two. We, we do thing. get, so, things that we were promised in issue three, we do get a crossover from another publisher. Yes. We yes. get characters from another publisher and, and, and universe. Yes. And you know what? Like full appearances? Yes. Okay. All right. Because I... W- and you know why I love this? The last issue, we actually had... We have an appearance yeah. from Doctor Strange. Well, no. The so, last no, issue, we, we had Batman's arms. Yes. But they did that in uh, Spawn 12? Uh, yeah. They also had Spawn's uh, Spawn, arms. But that's a different... That's no, the same publisher. It was 10. 10, yeah. Yeah. The one after Angela. 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 Yeah. So... 
This did two great things for me. One, because I'm such a Donny Cates fan, when we were at DC last year, I dug through some boxes, and I was able to pick up a little, a little mini series he did for Heavy Metal and Dark, Dark Horse. Horse called The Paybacks. Fuck, they jumped up. <laughs> Number one's now like a $40 book. I'm like one of five people in the fucking world that probably have one through four of that. And it's actually really good. We so, actually have, because where you bought that, I may have those boxes. Well, probably because that that, that's where I pulled there. all those tomahawks for you that time. Yeah. Like, listen, these are $10 books. And again, yeah. I may have those boxes in that back corner. So the paybacks, for those of you who don't know, is was Donny Cates and uh, Jeff, Shaw, Jeff Shaw's kind of take on the superhero team up. And the only way I can describe it is like a very jokey Avengers Justice League mixed with the A-team. And it was great. It was a great read, but again, it wasn't very popular. It only lasted four This book issues. says you can get the entire trade at your local comic store. You can't. It's can sold That's out. a huge lie because oh, wow. as soon as I read this wow. before the book was officially released on See, sale. It would have been my pick if you actually had it in the store, Paul. And but um, clearly, the whole, the whole uh, nobody does because it's it on back low, order. Low it's low. on back order. It's a huge lie because I immediately looked and I was going to have that in the I've store by the end of the week. That's why it's. Not I would have been like, give me, t- you know, give me twenty copies. So funny. But anyways, no uh, Wonder Woman was his pick of the week. Uh, uh, Future like State Wonder Woman. Yes. Future State Wonder Ellie, Woman. the comic shop owner, and the little girl are helped out by someone that kind of has the same powers as Doctor Strange. It's really not. And they get back. He said, to she, well, this, she goes, yeah. "Oh, that's Doctor Strange," and and you look at him, and you're like, "No, it's not." Well, they, well, they say no, it's not. But you know, in all honesty, do we really know what a real Doctor Strange would look like? Someone that never read the no. paybacks, I was like. Is that Doctor Strange? No, see, I read and the payback. Like, no, I'm not Doctor Strange. I'm like, all right. Yeah, as soon as I'm like, no, that's not. But they go back to their little hideout. They're able to get there, and we get our big reveal of number three. Of who the S-Man is. Which I personally love. But it's not an S. It's a lightning bolt. It's a lightning bolt slash not Shazam. Point. Okay. All right. Hold uh, on. Hold on. I don't buy that it's him. It's not because of the cape. I think so, too. Plus, also, when you flip the next page, who do they mention in there where they black it out a little bit? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is where we bring Superman to. It says Superman. And then the N is cut off. Well, I mean. Right. They, they named I think they, they named drop Superman. All right, I'm saying it on this podcast. He shows still, up in six. I think he shows up in six. I think. We However, see him. I am not at all disappointed by Madman. No, come on. When's the last time we actually seen Madman? Uh, I hate Image, the yep. free comic book day thing yeah. that Scotty Young did. See, I know nothing about Madman other than that Mike Allred was the one that you know did this series. So, so essentially uh, he... I Hate Image is the biggest crossover for me. Until this brings over anyone from Marvel or anyone from DC, I honestly don't think this is the biggest crossover I've ever read. I Hate Image was the biggest fucking... Cro- I mean, granted, it was all in Image, but yeah. still, it kind of cemented Image as its own universe sort of thing. Um, yeah. 
Um, so Madman, his main his main power is his brain. He's smarter than Einstein, and he uses that to manipulate other things. It's actually really good. He had a lot of really good, but he never gained traction because he was one of Image's first yeah. kind of yeah. heroes. Uh, 90, 91? I think it was 91 to 2001 is what his run was. Yeah. When I um, his first appearance was in uh, Hall, something of the Ids, number four. I brought these. Do you want one? No. It's like you got Pepsi Zeros. <laughs> I didn't have any Coke Zero at whatever store I went to. All right. Uh, other... uh, Creatures of the Id, number one, is actually where he first appears, which was always on my list of something to find, but it was always one oh, of those. Oh, that's the other book that's going w- stupid. Which was now. always one of those, ah, I can always find that for 10, 15 bucks. <laughs> Not <laughs> now. Not now. Last um, I checked, 450 was the last sale. Well, what's worse is you, you see what the Star Wars High Republic numbers are right now. Oh, yeah. It's fucking ridiculously stupid. Sticking with image. Ink blot number five. I read this. This was um, great. Are you caught up on this, Josh? I am caught up. Just, this is a Josh book. Well, yeah. I mean, I was the one that convinced everyone to even read the first one. No, yeah. I, I read the first one. Okay, he, well. He's the one that convinced me to read the first one. Uh, this is one where we find out that the, the, the younger brother has magic He has powers. the cat. Um, he kind of befriends the cat. The cat brings him a bunch of all these creatures from different dimensions. and then Well, they brings... figure out. Uh, him and his dad figure out that the cat um, is uh, cross-dimensional. The, sis- the sister in the last issue finds out that the cat can travel through time and not just dimensions. But they, f- they're like, no, he can do both, right? I'm not sure that. I thought they I'm realized sure that, that, that like at the, the end, the, the and they, and they basically they said, "Oh, we got to keep this away from your sister because she'll dissect the cat." I think that was just the little kid that said that to the cat. At the end of this issue, at the end of the issue, the dad sort of repeats that, mm-hmm. or the older brother repeats that. But the kid, he goes off and just wanders off with the cat, and then he gets encounters all these creatures from other dimensions, and then this giant rock monster appears, and the brother, the older brother, shows up and is like, "Okay, let me use my staff to destroy it." It doesn't work, and the the younger brother's like, "I'm gonna say magic words or whatever the fuck he yells," and it disperses not only the the rock monster but also the creatures. And he's like, "Okay, well." This cat is clearly special. Keep it away from your older sister because she's going to dissect it. And let's head back and have some stone soup or whatever the fuck they yeah. go to. Hang um, I liked it. Yes. It, it was fun. This is an extremely easy to read uh, series. Lighthearted. And... You don't have to think about it. It's not too heavy. No, I mean, yeah. it's it's a good book. I, I really love this series so far. Yeah. It, I, I'm surprised how much I like it. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Um, from our friends... Rehabia award-winning AWA Resistance The Reborns this is a one-shot this is kind of a primer yeah it's it's literally okay here's kind of gonna be kind of are they gonna be kind of a team but it kind of giving you like but it gives it gives you it it's 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 a primer so so Josh, your biggest complaint about like books that go into like teams are like I have all these characters I don't know who to care about. Before you read the second volume of Resistance, this is the one to read. Read this because it's going to tell you these are the characters to care about. Here's a little bit of their story. Yeah, and that's I mean it was excellent. I mean it, the, it the was art, really good. Writing. It was and and even being what it is a reference book 
lack a better term. It was written very well. Very good. And I think I'm done. Uh, from Boom, I think they have like a young adults or kids uh, line. Yeah, I was, I was, I, I was going to read Oh, the, did you do the... Um, the uh, Last Witch. Yes. Number how was one. that? Um, that is a, that, that's for, a kid's line. Well, yeah, a... Don't you remember Boombox? He did a review for it, and he's like, "I don't think this is written for me. I don't think this for you." It's like, it's like Paul. It's Boombox. It's for like PG thirteen. This this was good. It is not for any of us. It's it's for a younger audience for sure. Um, It's basically about a a girl and her kind of uh, her her friend who's a guy. Um, They grew up being rivals, and they they dare each other to head beyond their town. Uh, beyond the forest, there's a hedge wall, like a, a hedge bush wall. And like beyond this is the witch's tower. So how about the first one to get there and, and take something back is the winner? And the boy's like, well, how about we just say whoever sees it? And she's like, okay, well, you're just a giant pussy. And before they get even close to the hedge, her dad shows up and is like, all right, you both head back. You're in trouble. He breaks off and is like, I'm going to get there first. Uh, she gets brought back to town and um, makes tea because her mother died and had all these powers with making tea or whatever, and she talks to her younger brother, and her and her younger brother end up going back out in towards the hedge, and they, they breach the hedge and head towards this tower. They find the tower, and while she's kind of circumventing it, um, she loses track of her, her younger brother, and the door to the tower is open, and she's like, oh shit, my brother's in there, and there's like a bloody handprint on the wall, so... For for uh, uh, I I wouldn't say even young adults, but yeah, PG thirteen. This was a fun book. Art's fantastic. Um, the creative team. Uh, let me give you that in a second here. It is um, art by Connor McCreary and illustrated by Vivi Glass. There's nothing wrong with this book. This is a fantastic book for people that are, you know, uh, looking for a real carefree fantasy sort of. Uh, Almost like a Hansel and Gretel sort of uh, setting book. It's it's a lot of fun. All right. On to those assholes at Aftershock. Did they finally do it? No. No. Fuck no. That's why they're still going to be referred to as those assholes at Aftershock. Scout's Honor. I didn't get to one. this. I wanted to. Did you, is this any did good? you read this then? I got two pages yeah. in and then I realized this is a book about a futuristic Boy Scouts. So... And I want to I want to avoid all of the uh, child molestation, so I will abstain from this book. Well, there's none of that. However, um, there's nuclear holocaust. So some people come out from like a doomsday bunker, and they're like, "Well, thank God we have our handy scout guide to let us know how we survive this, because we're always prepared." Then it skips to 260 years in the future. And there is now a civilization all based around this uh, Scout's Guide. So the Scout's Guide is like the Ten Commandments. Pretty much. All right. And, and that's what the cover kind of gives you the impression. And the creator of this is kind of their de facto god. Uh, we get there out on a mission hunting a mutated boar. Uh, one of them is killed. And this is my biggest problem. Literally, the boar crushes this poor kid's head. But yet... After they kill the boar and they have a feast for it, they have a funeral for this kid where they have an open casket and he's perfectly fine. And they're literally reading, like, parts out of the scout's guide at this kid's funeral. 
uh, the kid that kind of led this uh, hunt for this boar, he's promoted to the eagle rank, and he's sent on a mission to kind of see where the highway highwaymen are. I guess they're the big bads in this. Uh, he finds a disc, and on it is a very kind of "Help me, Obi Wan, you're my only hope" uh, kind of fucking message. It's from the creator of the Scouts where basically we find out that the military was kind of using the scouts to get like like orphans into to create like super soldiers and that they killed them. And that's where this one ended. Honestly, I kind of enjoyed this read. I I, I did actually want to read this. So uh, it's um... worth it's worth the read. I mean, it's not going to be for everyone, but it's like that's eh, kind of an interesting spin. Yeah. Uh kind of gave me um uh, Oh, what was that post-apocalyptic book we did from Boom last year? We well, live that describes a that, lot of that. Really, does not. Yeah. No, the, we the, live. No, the, no, 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 that the, was the, aftershock. The one, uh, the one where uh, origins. No, the one Orphan where age. orphanage where all, all everyone over eighteen died. It kind of gives me that feel because it's a lot of kids that like, was aftershock running. Was What's it? In, no, that was that Boom. Was a, no, that was aftershock. Was it? Yeah gives me kind of those vibes um also from aftershock knock them dead number two uh josh you caught up on this nope oh you didn't paul you didn't read this no sorry so he, the doctor reveals like listen like we've sent cameras Does out this pick up from the first one it's right in line he basically explains everything and says hey uh your brother we can't figure out why he's not giving a pulse and everything but everything's working well, we find out he can kind of see, like, he sees his own reflection. He sees himself as kind of a decaying body. And he's having dreams of the guy that gave him a ride. And they're discussing jokes and everything. Well, he's kind of ha changing a little bit in, like, his personality. We find out that every time he dreams, they're kind of free-balling jokes. And his sister's finally like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I'm going to go back to comedy. He gets a shower, and he's then kind of possessed by the ghost of that guy and he's like i'm going to the comedy you know i'm going to the comedy cellar or whatever it's called in this uh he goes there and his sister's like all right i'm gonna check this out and he tells a joke and his sister's immediate reaction is that's not my brother uh it was good i'm gonna keep reading it again um i don't know if this is one i'll stay on you know much longer if it doesn't pick up a lot more but it definitely kept my interest through two issues Arg, Ahoy Comics. Oh, hey, happy hour. No. Uh, well, yeah, no, yes. issue three came out this week, but I uh, I didn't, get I didn't it. read it. So. so happy hour three, Um, it picks right up, and he's like, you know, this girl left him, and he's like asking the, the guard at the front gate of this nursing home, and he's like, just kicks the shit out of him. He's like, dude, get the fuck away from here. You're not supposed to be here. She shows up. She's like, yeah, I ran around the corner, talked to my talk to my mom to let her know that I'm safe and everything. They go off. They hit a uh, nail strip that flattens all their tires in this little town. And it's like the happiest town in America. They renamed it because the town name was too sad and because they aren't happy. They're actually going to burn them at the stake, but then they're saved by the joy police and he's punched in the stomach and pukes and because his puke pattern made a smiley face, they let him go because it's some type of fucking test they do in this universe. 
Oh, it gets fucking weird. Meanwhile, our guy from the first one that was, like, resisting all the changes, we find out that he's, like, playing it off and he's, like, pissing himself because he's so angry and hates the world, but he has to fake being happy. However, the organization that put him there is, like, oh, he's happy, you know, we need to save him. They send a sniper and the sniper literally kills him at the end, even though he's trying to infiltrate this whole happy universe. And then there's a third, like conglomerate where this guy is testing all these reverse therapies on his wife because he wants to reverse it and then he's overthrown by one of his officers it gets fucking weird this issue man like a lot of shit happens that's like i I didn't get to this issue it's like holy fuck like there's no way to explain this like if you're reading it pyre right yes or milligan no it's milligan yeah Yeah. it's milligan okay speaking to pyre uh another ahoy book uh the wrong earth Night number one, night and day, or night and day number one. Um, this was uh, just more of the wrong Earth, which was yep. great. Um, my, my my favorite one is when they're going to dunk them in in the Alpha universe into a giant vat of boiling tap water because tap water's now poisonous in the Alpha universe. Yeah, the, the, the water supply of the city has been poisoned to the point where it's like acidic almost. Or like will dissolve, but them. the the giant the giant vat they're dumping them in is made of Pyrex. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah see, there you go. So um, they escape with the help of Lady Dragonfly Man, which is the greatest superhero name of all time. And and, and ap- apparently our Omega Dragonfly is fucking tapping that. Uh, they. Dragonfly Man decides that, or, or uh, basically reveals that he needs to head... There, the, the reason that the, the water is poisoned is because somebody or some entity is opening mirrors from the Omega Universe that is pumping chemicals in from that universe. And he decides to breach that universe to the other side to find out the cause of it. And when he, when he drives his Dragonfly Man mobile into the Omega Universe, where he's originally from, he runs into the Dragonfly man from the Alpha Universe, and that's where we end this issue. So uh, it is the first time they're meeting each other. I love the Alpha Universe because the uh, Dragonfly boy or whatever the fuck, Stinger Stinger 2, is just like... that's from the Omega Universe. Yeah, in the Omega Universe is just straight up fucking murdering people. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the Omega Universe where everything is bleak and it's like Dark Knight Returns. And the Alpha Universe is Batman 66, so. Yep. All right, that's all I that's have. That's it. That's all I got. Anyone else? Anything immediate? Since Wednesday, I really don't think anything was announced. Yeah, I kind of think we're allowed, or we're light on media. Let's just plead in- ignorance and wrap this up. Did we have a he did? You said we had a late-breaking he did. Yes, we did. Um... John Riley, he played on General Hospital, but he was also the voice of Tony Stark on the a- Iron Man animated series in the early 90s. He passed away at 84. What did he play in General Hospital? Um, a doctor. Does not say. Okay. Uh, acclaim act, acclaimed director Mike Apted died at 79. Uh Marion Ramsey, Police Academy. Oh yeah, I did see she passed away. She, she was seventy three. Uh, but but see, she was another one that they announced her death, and then her like publicist, Rob- publicist came out and said, "No, she's not dead yet." And then like an hour later, she was, she was dead. dead. 
Oh, um, there was Meteor. Um, the CW announced that they're not ordering up the spinoff Green Arrow and the Canary series. Oh. That was the only media that did happen. But I believe that's all for He Dead. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Children of Bodom front man died at 41. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that was on the fourth. Uh, um, th- did they release cause of death? Because there's a lot of rumors of suicide there. Uh, struggling with long term health issues. So most likely drug use and. I mean, yeah. at 41. Finland. Yeah. I did see that. Someone had posted that. Yeah. that, that That's the first um, I great, just saw Great that. guitar player as well. And then uh, Jerry Marsden. Crossing Delancey director, Joan McKillen. All right. We're getting Silver. into really obscure ones now. Yeah. Oh, no, no. You want to get in obscure? Jazz classical musician Claude Bowling died at 90. All right, end this ship. What, what did he die of? 90. <laughs> <laughs> COVID. The thing that jo- uh, Paul passed like 60 years ago. And Don Wells. Uh, we talked about Don Wells on Wednesday. I am the maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost live. Psychic vampire Josh. Which we still haven't told that story. Be good to each other. Thank you for listening. <laughs>